Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. My name is Mark. My name is Mark. You managed to get right over my name that That time. That was scary. And I'm joined by Miles. Hello, Miles. Hello. He's already introduced himself. And I'm also uh, joined by Jackie. Hey, everybody. Hello. Uh, Hello. And this is a podcast about the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure TV anime that is ongoing since 2012. We've also covered uh, all of the other animated JoJo experiences, and you can find all of those on our website, which is anchor.fm slash jjbpod. And since we are now, we're all caught up. You can find, look, all of the, we did all the JoJo seasons. They're in a weird order. Episode one starts with season three, which is arc four, Diamonds Unbreakable. Uh, Don't ask about it. But as we are waiting for... uh, Season 5, Arc 6. I wish they'd fix that somehow to come out. Stone Ocean, which at this at the time of this recording is only announced with no other details. Uh, we have been covering other anime. Sometimes anime... Sometimes it's animes recommended by our listeners. Sometimes it's Patreon picks. And sometimes it's stuff we just feel like watching. And that's what we did this week. Yeah. We watched three episodes... Uh, the first three episodes of a, the wildly popular 2006 anime show Death Note, uh, which you may have heard of. 2006. It's, we were in, well, you were in college. I might have still been in high school. I don't know. 2006? For part of it, well, yeah. Both, yeah. Yeah. You started in high school. And I finished it in college. That's how that year went. <laughs> and I started in college. No, I started temporarily, dropped out of college, and then I went back in the summer okay and it was so much better in the summer because mm. you know how what did you like about it being what did you like about it well i was going to get there miles um uh, okay i'm just trying to make it feel more like a conversation rather than a markalog <laughs> <laughs> fair enough i mean we did just check in with jackie but uh i like your reporting style of, of asking <laughs> talking about someone and asking them what they're going to say right as they say it um i like summer school because even though uh the teachers are like, oh, yeah, we have to crunch all the, the semester into six weeks. It's going to be hard. They don't really do that. They just leave out a lot of shit. What do they do? <laughs> I I already got it out. You didn't even do it right. God, you're a terrible interrupting reporter. <laughs> Damn it. Um, anyway, uh, yeah. And uh, so we're excited to talk about that. We have varying um, levels of experience and... I guess that's the only word uh, <laughs> with with Death Note. Uh, but before oh. we dive all the way into that, we should talk about our experience. So we'll do that later. We'll do that after because I okay. I tell people sometimes to skip the emails when we go like way off into talk about like Taco Bell or whatever. Yeah. So I think right now, what's up, Miles? <laughs> I I heard an I inhale. Just thinking about Taco Bell, I guess. Yeah, that's usually the, the type of excitement I get when uh, when I think about Taco Bell. Except right now, I I am so full of pasta. I just feel like a big, heavy fucking barrel. I feel awful. Anyway, 
Before we get into Death Note, a reminder to self, cut the last 10 minutes. Uh, <laughs> we should take a look. We should take a peek inside our discussion Death Note. Death Dispatches. Our, fan note. Our fan note? Yeah. Listener note. Yeah, we write names in the book and then uh, whoever's name we write uh, becomes a fan. Oh. <laughs> We should we should get some books. Uh, this is really the chunk of the show where we read emails sent to us by listeners. I don't know that we can say they're fans. That's true. They might hate us. <laughs> they, they might. They might be hate listening. They might be neutral. Yeah. Uh, and these are emails people send to Jojo's Bizarre Pod at gmail dot com. You too can be part of the podcast if you send us almost anything. Almost. <laughs> Uh, okay. Uh, this email is from Katie, and the subject line is Bonus Camping Talk. Hi, JJB Pod Gang. Loved the Patreon slash bonus episode. Hope you enjoyed your time in the Catskills and that the weather was good. I want to ski Wyndham Mountain and Hunter Mountain this coming winter. It's funny you mentioned the Adirondacks. I'm currently working on hiking the 46 high peaks, and then there's a link to what that is on the weekends. And do so while listening to the show slash podcasts. Some of the hikes are 12 hours or more, so I can relate to the number two in the woods scenario, LOL. I also agree that it's hard to get comfortable in a sleeping bag. Best regards, Katie. I didn't know you guys did a bonus episode. Yeah, Miles, I could have sworn I told you about it. I guess not. Just that there was a lot of... uh, Jackie Like went downstairs and you and I were just talking for a second about camping. And I was telling you that I was... uh, where we were going and I told you incorrectly that we went to the Adirondacks on the pod and later realized that we were going to the Catskill Mountains which are not so far up in New York's uh, upstate alley. Did you correct that on the pod or or on that bonus episode or no? In the Patreon post I corrected it and and explained that I regret the error. Um, They're close by each other kind of, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know but they're like you just keep going north and you hit the Adirondacks. This mm-hmm. has been uh, fucking East Coast elite talk. Although they're not really geography like pod. Yeah, whatever. Um, and then we talked about uh, pissing and shitting as we always do. Ah, uh, good. Um, and what that's like out camping and stuff. And uh, apparently, Campy isn't Campy. Campy. Apparently, Katie. Uh, yeah. is an enthusiastic uh, hiker slash camper. Yeah, 12-hour hikes? Get the hell out of here. I'm not going to do that. Yeah, no well, way. I, I physically can't do that. When we when we were doing our little like walk around the waterfalls and stuff, there was a moment where I was like, am I going to just have to like stop and yell like, ah, like, I just like, like my body was going to be <laughs> just, like. Just sit down on a rock and say like, someone come get me. <laughs> yeah, I thought my body was just going to alt F4 and I would just like fall over into the woods. With- we did it though. We, we walked like uh like a two-hour kind of hike situation. I, I'm, yeah. I mean, I definitely had to ask for some. We some took breaks. breaks. I, I wanted breaks too. I was, I was, I was like, <gasps> <gasps> yeah. And, and did you bring snacks? Did you bring granolis? We did. We did. I brought an omega three mix that we, had pumpkin seeds and shit. We brought water. That's very important. Um, though I feel like I could walk a lot further, like in New York, like walking and talking with people, you know, because I feel like I've walked like. A lot, I don't know. We'd just we'd like be in Times Square and we'd be like, oh, let's walk all the way down to like Soho or whatever or to, to um, St. Yeah. Mark's or whatever. And we would just do it. We'd just walk like, ah, it's a nice day. Let's go. And, you know, we'd walk hours and hours. Now we're on the elite, elite coastal 
radio now that we're talking about Soho and St. Mark's and St. Mark's. Yeah. St. Mark's people visit when they come to New York. They visit St. Yeah. Mark's if you're cool. If you happen to. If you're to, a cool young person. If for some reason one of our listeners is like a, a weeaboo, if you're into Japanese stuff for some weird reason, St. Mark's place in New York down <laughs> oh, in the yeah, village they have a, they has have a lot a, of Japanese food. And they have a game, st- uh, game store, a video game store. They do. And I think they right, have. Yeah. Do they have an arcade? The, I feel like video, there's an video, video Games New York is close to St. Mark's. The arcade, which might might be I am 8-bit or something. Is that there? I don't know if that's that's. I don't know. I was just kidding. I'm sorry. It's uh, there is. I feel like there's an arcade. Well, maybe, maybe it's just it a barcade. Yeah. If you're a weeb and you're going to New York, maybe check out St. Saint, Saint Mark's Place. It's in the downtown Manhattan area-ish. Yeah. But don't walk there <laughs> from... Yeah. If you're like, it's a walkable city. But yeah, Jackie, I think that walking in the city, it's like intentionally, it's a lot of flat sidewalk. Whereas yeah. hiking, like your hips are constantly having to spin your legs. So you like go up yeah. the steps right. And, and it's shit. like narrow and yeah. there's like, it's, there's rocks. Yeah. You can fall to your death. We saw a bunch of signs. We, we didn't do that. But we saw a bunch of signs that were like, people have died here. <laughs> and we're like, uh, should we keep going? <laughs> yeah. Coming up on like a, a difficult trail, it said people have fallen to their death up ahead or something like that. Yeah. And it was like, do you not do you not want me to go? <laughs> it was cool. There was a lot of red clay and stuff, you know, just some wet I think wet ass clay. Maybe we didn't go down that because there were t- there were there was like a forking path, and I think like going further down would have been the more dangerous one, I think. It looked it looked that way. Although I think yeah. where we were going, though, it was also slippery because all the, all the mm, mist. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we, uh, we being at the bottom of the waterfall. We we pulled it off. We didn't have to shit outdoors, so that's good. Um, Wait, are you spoiling the Patreon episode? No, no, no. No, the Patreon episode is before we. Uh, yeah, your and my banter is like it's very. You really have to get it straight from the source. Me summarizing it, oh boy, doesn't quite. So sign up for the Patreon if you want to get deleted scenes. <laughs> That's right. I thought it was like you guys recorded a pod while you were camping. No, it's just you and Mark. Yeah, no, it was just that snippet. I told you about it. Aha. I knew it. Um, you didn't ask Miles before you put it up? I told you guys when I was cutting it and putting it up. Okay. But I don't need his permission. Well, it's, it's you know, he thought he wasn't being, it wasn't part of the podcast. So no, he, he didn't never... know that. He didn't know one way or the other and he never checks. So it doesn't matter. I do not listen to this podcast. Okay. Yeah. Miles doesn't even realize that I don't actually upload it. <laughs> it just sits on a hard drive on my desk. Oh, no. Uh, this email is not about any Patreon content. It is from Pamela, and it is entitled, The Moment I Heard Death Note, I Came Running. Woo! Happy Pride Month, JJB Pod. Been Woo! A, been a while since I wrote, so I thought I'd say hi. Hi. Uh, Pamela's been busy. With a new job and a new place. Congrats. Congratulations. We're moving from Code Geass. Pamela calls it a masterpiece to Death Note, yet another masterpiece. That's an amazing path to follow. What's next? Full Metal Alchemist? Hmm. Well, we did some we of... We did that. We did some of Brotherhood. We did Brotherhood, but not the old one. Yeah. When I was younger, uh, when, when Pamela was younger, she had an obsession with Death Note, would stay up late thinking about ways to beat Light in his mind games. Hmm. I love Su- the mind games. Such that Pamela couldn't pay in- pay attention in school sometimes. Um, and her parents were not happy. And she's excited to hear us talk about it. That's why I'm here to announce that we're actually going to be talking about uh, Pote Mayo this episode. Come on. No, uh, Pamela asks, would you rather have Light's power or Lelouch's power? 
Um, she would prefer Lelouch from Yes. And uh, like she could tell people not to be racist or homophobic or to stop putting milk before cereal like a psycho. With Death Note, I feel like once you use your power to kill, it would be hard to stop. You would eventually start killing people for breathing too hard. You know what I mean. And she says, thanks for being an awesome podcast and entertaining me on my way to work every day. Have an amazing day. Also, hi, Jackie. Hi. <laughs> Hello. All right. Thanks for writing in. Yeah. Uh, Jackie, what, what power would you rather have? Code Geass Lelouch's uh, mind control power, where you, you got to look at someone's eyes, they got to look into your eyes, mm. or write someone's name in a book and they die. Mm. Uh, Lelouch's power. Why? Because it's not as limited to just killing. Like if I want, oh, I, I, you could you could use that power to kill people if you wanted to, you know. Yeah, but you got to look at them. Yeah, you got to you look at them and you tell them to to kill themselves or whatever, and yeah, they'll die. Yeah, that's really hard with Death Note. You could, you but could, I don't want to kill people. That's that's really go. my thing. Okay, is I don't want to kill. That's people. what I was hoping you'd say, but instead you went, no, the death book thing is too limited. But if I needed to kill somebody, you know, sometimes you need to kill somebody. I don't know. I think that like, you know, when you get into the situation where you have a power like that. There's pro you're probably gonna it's like it's like when you buy a gun at some point you're gonna use it you know like yeah. statistically you're going to like end up having to use your gun or not having to but you're just well, you just reach for it because it's a tool that's available to you I think that yeah, whenever I'm hanging up a painting or something that's like I have a lot of tools available to me and the guns there and so I shoot holes in the walls right you know <laughs> no but I mean like statistically if you if you own a gun actually no no the statistic it's it's like if you own a gun you're more likely to be get killed or get shot by a gun like you're more likely to get into a gunfight or something yeah but um so I, if you if 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 i were to choose the death note power then i would have to use it because that would be the thing that's available to me and, and i think just like when you have powers like you get into bad situations you know as every like tv show i've ever seen has shown me yeah when you when you get powers you end up ha having to be in a bad situation where you might need to put someone down and I don't want to do that but in self-defense I might need to and I would use Lelouch's power to do that okay Miles what do you think I agree with Jackie I don't want to kill anyone and I think if you do want to kill someone you should at least have to look in their eye mm. Mm. though if I did want to kill people then definitely the death note power because I think like <laughs> one is just very effective and like you could also, it would be perfect because you can commit crime, you could kill people without it ever being able to trace back to you, you right. know, if, you, if you're if you not an idiot, like Light, well, Light wants to get caught, basically, but like, we, we'll get into it, but like, I mean, he's smart, whatever, but if you don't want to get caught, you can easily make that happen and there would be absolutely no trace to you. I just, I don't want to kill people. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, I don't want to kill people. I think there's like a few people that I'd be okay killing. Um, but they're, you know, like like really awful, like mass murderer people. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Not like, uh, you know, purse snatchers or whatever. But we'll, we'll get into that yeah. later. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, Lelouch's power, you could do, you know, yeah, you could do lots of little things. You know, you could just walk up to the person in the car in front of you and be like, you are going to drive right out of this fucking intersection and get out of my way. You know, you could... Go up to, you know, go up to someone and say, stop looking at me. Try to suck your own dick. And they would just have to get busy doing that instead of looking at you. I would like to use it as like a truth thing where you make somebody tell you the truth about something. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, I like that too. You could go to a priest and say, hey, could God make a rock so big that he cannot lift it? 
<laughs> and he'd explode. Uh-huh. Because you can't answer that. Anyway, so yeah, I guess you could write in the death note the priest's name and then he blows up. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> it's the same, same power. Uh-huh. Moving on. From our good friend Chad. Um, subject line. Code Gias. More like code G. Clamp does like everyone tall and skinny as heck, right? Aloha JJB Pod Ohana. Sorry, I didn't get to write in last week. I was on another island for family thing and dealing with my first adult earache, rendering me temporarily deaf in one ear. Oh no! Um, anyway, like many anime with connections to Clamp, I heard about Code Gios, seen people post their adoration of it, but ultimately never felt compelled to check it out myself. On with assorted voice connections. Um, Lelouch of the Rebellion, the voice uh, of the main tall skinny dude Lelouch doesn't have any Jojo ties but has been in a bunch of other clamp anime such as Blood Sea where he also voiced the mysterious talking dog named Dog. Oh! What a weird ending to that show. <laughs> um, the voice of Rivals uh, Goggles and Helmet Friend doesn't have any Jojo ties either but he's probably a better known as the voice of Sasuke Uchiha from the Naruto and Boruto anime. As well, he voiced the infamously memed line, people die if they are killed, as Shiro Emiya from the Fate anime series. The voice of class president Millie Ashford also happens to belong to the late stand user Aesthetician of Morio, Miss Aya Suji, stand name Cinderella. Um, Lelouch's childhood friend Suzaku, Royal Guard 404, shares his voice with none other than the total non araki self-insert mangaka of Morio, Rohan Kishibe. Uh, Viceroy Clovis shares his voice with Part 1 Hamon user and Part 2 Mask Vampire Straits. Bartley Espiritus? Esperus? Asparagus. <laughs> Aspirus, the general uh, that breaks the bad news to the viceroy that the terrorists stole more than just poison gas slash medical equipment, shares his voice with the late whiskey-loving former Morio policeman and grandfather of Josuke. He, I can't say Josuke's last name. We, know, we all know Josuke. Um, <laughs> uh, Blue-haired noble nightmare pilot Jeremiah Gottwald Shared his voice with Part 5 Enemy Stand user Luso. I, I just can't with names today. I'm sorry, everybody. There's a lot of names. Yeah. Mahalo, Chad. P.S. I've probably said this before, but a nice thing about having this podcast, even in between JoJo se seasons, is that you and the patrons have really gotten me, and I'm sure a bunch of other listeners, to watch a wide range of anime. They've gotten us to watch a wide range of anime. Absolutely. Uh, this email is also from Chad. I don't think he realized he'd end up back to back, but it is about this week's anime, Death Note. The subject line is a couple of quick death notes. Aloha once more, JJB Pod Ohana. Okay, maybe he did know. I've resisted watching Death Note for a very long time for no good reason, so thanks for getting me to finally watch it. Here are some voice connections I found. I'm going to try to just keep these to the JoJo ones. Mm. Um... Let's see here. So yes, Super Detective L uh, has a lot of voice credits. Uh, he was Conan in Detective Conan. He's the title character of Inuyasha, male Ranma, uh, somebody named Usopp from One Piece. 
and strangely, all those leading characters. But uh, yeah, Chad points out that he played the orangutan. Remember the the monkey stand user? Oh, in Stardust Crusaders named Forever. Wow. Uh, whose how could we forget? Whose stand was a ship? Uh, strength. And, yes, yes. The the ship named Strength, and uh, he also was Shigechi. Mm. from a part four so he just plays the ugliest characters imaginable got it um the voice of light doesn't have any jojo connections but is also very prolific um and he was the dj from carol and tuesday oh yeah ertagon that name is familiar to me uh yuke has no jojo connections but uh is the wolf from one stormy night Mm. arashi no yoruni remember that yep and yeah the fake criminal that l uses um, that gets killed in episode three, is it? Uh, mm-hmm. Is just some criminal ass minor character from part five oh. who's credited as blackmailing criminal? Okay. <laughs> Chad hopes that everyone's being safe and doing well. Uh, mahalo, Chad. P.S. Don't use Q-tips in your ears ever. Why not? I have been told this by mm-hmm. a doctor that you shouldn't clean your ears with so, Q-tips. So what are Q-tips for? other things i think you just don't put them if you don't jam them inside your your holes too deep you're okay even though it feels good Mm. because i had itchy ears and when i had like a physical i was like hey you know i've also had this problem where my ears itch and he's like do you clean your ears with q-tips and i was like yeah and he's like stop doing that Mm. i was like what he's like yeah your ears need wax that's why you're getting itchy because you don't have wax to Mm, protect your ears interesting and so I don't remember if it was from him or somewhere else. I heard that if you want to clean out your ears, just like you kind of lift your ear with one finger and let the water just get in there, you know, when mm. you're showering, just let the water hit your ear. I'm Googling what are Q-tips for? Yeah, because, you know, it's when I heard that, Jackie, <laughs> I had the same question. But if you look on the box, nowhere on the box yeah. is Q-tips like clean your fucking dirty ears with us. They're most commonly used for ear cleaning, um, although this is not recommended by physicians. Other uses include first aid, cosmetics application, cleaning, and crafts. Yeah. Some countries have banned the plastic stemmed version in favor of biodegradable alternatives. Okay, cool. You can um, clean uh, camera lenses with them because it's just nice soft cotton on a stick. Yeah, you, you can use it to, um, um, like when you're doing your nails as well, or when you're um, removing nail polish, stuff like that. Yeah. You know what you can put in your ears? More of our podcast. Yeah. Good. Again, those are emails sent to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. Woo. We hinted at it earlier. We, we cleverly dropped some hints, but we have a Patreon, uh, which is at patreon.com slash jjbpod, where you can support the show. And that's, that's what's most important. Don't worry about the rewards. It's just that you want to help us because you're a good person. But also the rewards are nice too. Okay, fine. Support <laughs> starts at a dollar. It gets you access to the Patreon feed where you can get Miles's cultural references newsletter. And deleted scenes sometimes Oca- from the pod. The occasional deleted scenes from the pod. I have recorded a uh, reaction video to chapter 106 of Jojolion. So I'll be putting that up soon. And um, I was going to have us play it on this pod, but it got too long. But I put together sort of a compilation of a few songs that Death Note has a really good soundtrack, but it feels like they ripped off a bunch of songs. So I, I put a music file together that shows the Death Note song and then the song that I and people on the internet think uh, it is inspired from. You you made that? Yeah. Oh, I just that. like 
thought of my own pick and then found some posts and mm. then I a lot of the songs rip off musicians that I like so I already had those and then I just strung them together okay yeah cool good so, for you Mark that'll also be on the Patreon um, for $3 a month however you will get all of that and we will thank you out loud and you can't see our faces but we're really 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 uh, appreciative I was gonna say sincere just, but then it sounds like we're being sarcastic you could just see the gratitude on our faces. That's what I mean. Like it's our faces are just washed in gratitude. All right. I don't know about the washing stuff, but okay. your face is unwashed in gratitude. Yeah. So thank you to Nocturnal Christian Lord Zendar Nick Austin Chad Jumbo Caden Katie Bloof Leah. <laughs> Do you want to just try that again? Leah. Michael. Mr. Jackpots. Robin. Tim. And Tyler. Yay. Woo. You did it. You got the and. Good job. Uh, yeah. Thank you all so much for supporting us. It goes a long way. I said that over my glasses, raising my eyebrows at you. Winking. Also, we winking. Have we have an even higher tier if you're nuts uh, where um, you just turn it, turn it on and turn it back off. But just one time, if you pledge 15 bucks one time. to us, we will watch an anime that you suggest. And so if you're like, they're always talking about how much they like this kind of show, but they've never seen whatever Crayon Shin-Chan. Uh, this is your chance to make us watch it. We'll watch up to three episodes of an anime that you think we should watch. And we do not guarantee that we'll love it. We can't do that. There's no price that will buy our faked enthusiasm. But we will react to it and do a whole ass podcast episode about it. So, do you think we should set a price where we have to like it? You have you have brought this up before, and I don't remember what we got to. I think that you had a very low barrier of entry. Oh yeah, I don't remember what it was, but I, Miles, I don't know that that's true though. I don't think you're good at faking enthusiasm. I'm not sure you're good at enthusiasm I, it in general. doesn't say I have to be sincere. I just have to... I don't know. Why would people pay for fake enthusiasm? <laughs> I don't... Every Everyone has their thing. Yeah, well... Maybe we could break that down into tiers as well. That it'll be like a certain amount for enthusiasm that's like poorly faked and then even more money and we'll we'll sell it. We'll really seem like we like it. Or just like a tier where you tell us how to feel. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Yeah, now you've maybe... Now I feel less confident that I can actually pull off that tear, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sorry, Miles. I uh, I know what I see. Anyway. So, yeah, that's just one month. And now it charges you up front, so you can just turn on the fucking $15 tier and then immediately edit your subscription. You could also leave it on, but then you have to sit around and think about what to torture us with. So, yeah. Okay, should we take a break? Sure. Sure. And we're back to talk about Death Note, or as Yay. it should have been titled, Death Notebook. <laughs> Notebook of Death. Yeah, or Diary of Dead or something. But no, we're talking about Death Note. Um, so I kind of know Jackie's history with, well, okay, let me just tell you a little do, bit about Do Death you Note. know? Oh, a little bit. But Death Note is an anime that came out uh, in the, I want to say fall 2006 uh, anime season it's extremely popular on my anime list almost like two million people have said that they've seen it or more 
It's like the most popular show on there. It says it's ranked number 59, but popularity is number one. I'm pretty sure I watched it like as it ran. Yeah, I think that's true for me as well. Yeah. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. It's based on a manga that uh, was written by Tsugumi Oba. And uh, where is that? The manga came out between 2003 and 2006, um, which is, in my opinion, that's that's great when like the fucking comic ends and they have time mm-hmm. to finish the show about the comic. So it wasn't like done side by side and things got all fucked up. Mm-hmm. Um, the same manga called that seems like that was like his first big series. Then he did something called Bakuman, which rings a bell, but uh, with the same illustrator, but I've not nearly heard as much about it. And then, yeah, Death Note became an anime. It was done by the big ass studio Madhouse, who I'm sure you uh, who I'm sure you've heard of. And if you haven't, they did other shows we've talked about. Like Trigun, Vampire Hunter D, Parasite, Ninja Scroll, Perfect Blue. Lot of good shit. Paprika. Mm. A lot of mind-bending shit, huh? Hmm. It's interesting, too, that is the director of the anime TV show, is it's also his first TV show. Oh. He later did High School of the Dead, which is a Panty Flash medley zombie show. And Panty Atta- Flash? Attack on Titan. It's got a ton of those. Okay. Attack on Titan was was a show that he also helmed so that that makes more sense Mm. um and yeah i mean this this show was a fucking still is a fucking phenomenon Mm. um it had a novelization written by the guy who did bakemonogatari actually and uh there's been a live action tv drama in japan two more than one well a live action tv drama and then a tv show that i don't i think it was more like premium it wasn't like a daytime okay four by three drama and then we did an american uh netflix we, we version. did not you and i did not i held some of the lights me and mark did okay we did one it's going to be on the patreon i've i've seen the uh the movie the american uh version where that was it wait is it a movie or is it the netflix show did we make a movie as well or only a show? no 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 it's just a movie there's no netflix show i think it's a netflix movie Okay, sure. okay, okay, okay. Willem Dafoe plays uh, Ryuk, the death god. For real? Yes. Yeah, it's great. That's the only thing that's, that's the, really made me interested That's in the it. best. The acting is, you know what, like, I think just in general, the acting, I think it was good. Like, everybody was good. But the, I mean, to, to take all of Death Note and make it into a movie. It's really at, hard. For American audiences. <laughs> I don't know. Like they kind of condense. They 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 had a lot of shortcuts, and they kind of cut out some interesting stuff. I don't really remember. It's it's been a while. I think I saw it like a year or two ago. Whenever it came out, when it came out is when I saw it, just to see like how bad it was. They mostly made it, I think, a love story, uh, which it which it later there is like a a kind of a romance component to it with this character Misa, who is kind of like the Harley Quinn to um to lights joker i guess Mm -hmm. um she she comes she comes in later but um i think the movie focuses more on them and their relationship and it's more of a love story and less of a mind games thing and so i didn't like it as much um i didn't think the 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 way that they wrote it was good but it seemed like it prioritized the wrong thing yeah i think i think the visuals were good too i don't remember but now i'm I'm kind of interested i don't think i hated the visuals um yeah the anime itself had two seasons. 
Um, and it was notable because it's one of the first times that a show was available in the United States at the same time that it was coming out in Japan, even though now that's like a thing we talk about all the time, the simulcast or simul dub. Because it was like shows. On, it was like on Crunchyroll or something, right? No, apparently the first time it was available, it was downloadable episodes on IGN's direct to drive service. Oh, so you would just like download. I'm pretty it, sure it, I was torrenting it. Though. It's like they were practically <laughs> like, please rip us off. Please take yeah. these. And does that still exist? Uh, I don't know. Probably not. Um, that was the official way that Viz released it. Um, but yeah, they there were definitely fan subs. I was yeah, watching fan subs. I think I was watching fan subs. At the time, uh, eventually, very soon after, in 2007, it went on to uh, Adult Swim. So that probably also helped it here. They did multiple of these movies that I kind of hate, where it's like a two-hour special where it's mostly chopped up, recapped Death Note mm. episodes with some new footage, where a lot of it is like the beginning of the series from Duke's point of view. Mm. Um, they did two of those, but I know they've done multiple live actions. Um, there's that light novel. There's a film called L Change the World, <laughs> which is a spinoff. It's got a, a guy. Well, it's got L. I was going to describe him, but who knows? Uh, multiple video games that are probably fine. But Jesus Christ, let me see. It looks like there's oh, one, two, There was like three, a game for like the DS or something that I really wanted to play. And I think I downloaded it, but it was in Japanese. Was it Death Note Kira game? I It must have been because that sounds very familiar. I think I like tried to play it or maybe I like emulated it or something, but it was in Japanese. So like I could, pl I could not play it. <laughs> or was it the sequel Death Note Successors to L? No, I think it was Kira game. Was it the third game? L, the prologue to Death Note, Spiraling Trap. N no. Okay. Is that like a reference to Spiral Notebooks? Uh, no, <laughs> they love spirals over there in Japan. <laughs> yeah, I'm seeing like five live action movies. There was Death Note in 06. It's a phenomenon, Miles. Death Note, <laughs> Death Note 2, The Last Name. Okay. Uh, L, Change the World, Death Note, New Generation. My Death, God. Death Note light up. How much story? Like, do you really need all that? Yes, you do. You, you <laughs> need to know about Death Note light up the new world. Oh, wow. And then in 2017, they just did another movie called Death Note. <laughs> um, this is a, I, a big fat thing. Based on these three episodes, I don't know how you could get that much out of it. Oh. It gets crazy. It becomes a very tangled web. Yeah. Woven. Okay. But I can also see why watching these first three episodes, you're like, he's going to get caught yeah. any moment now. Um, and Jackie and I did hunt down the scene we mentioned last episode where Light is celebrating how he's not going to get caught and he says, I'm going to take a potato chip and, and eat it. it. He unfortunately does not put that much oomph into it. Like in the actual recording, he's just like, I'm going to take a chip and eat it. And then, and it was like, oh, I thought he was going to put some stank on it and really go <laughs> and eat it. <laughs> but he, he, he doesn't like, do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, only if only you had been the director, Mark. <laughs> yeah, I would just come in there, nose bleeding from cocaine, just you know, a line in each nostril, a one on one, as they call it. Mark and I would just be like, louder, cocaine. scream. Mark doesn't do cocaine. How would you? If I were a director, I would definitely do cocaine. No, I would start doing hard drugs. Mark, okay, then you can't be a director. All right, fuck it. I'm I, gonna go. I'm gonna hold lights. I forbid it. Yes, hold lights forever. What's, what's my motivation for really wanting to eat this potato chip, Mark? You know, why Why do I care so much? You're trying to prove that you can do exactly what it is you want to do while seeming like you're just, just so fucking chill that you'll eat chips. They think oh, Nothing's God, wrong. Yes. They think you're just eating potato chips. Yeah, but in reality... And that's what you want them to think. 
Yes, exactly. So, Miles, what was your um in 2006? We were all around college age or in college. What did you hear about Death Note? What was your anime life like? What were you doing? I don't think I was watching anime in 2006. Mm-hmm. Really, at all? No. Oh, oh, like you you did when you were younger. You watched like DBZ and stuff, and then you kind of stopped for a while. I watched in high school, like whatever you guys showed me and whatever my brother showed me, but. When I left your influence, I did not watch much anime. Mm. Would you say you were happier? <laughs> Honestly, was I happier? Great question. Wow. Let's dig into it. No, let's not. Uh, we don't. It's fine. <laughs> not if you're going to wind up like that. Um, but did you hear I anybody? Was anybody like, uh, have you seen Death Note? And they're really like gothed out and weird. I don't think so. You know what it is? I. There was an like an Asian American group on campus. Uh-huh. And I did not care to be a part of it, so I wasn't friends with a lot of Asian people. Do you think this is Or weebs. You think this is an Asian thing? Oh, okay. So you, when you think of Asian <laughs> people, like, you weebs, you loop in like non-Asian people who love anime? Yeah, because they were in that group. Okay. Like it was like actual <laughs> it was Asian people and like people who liked anime and I was like I don't want to be a part of that. I can oh, understand that. Okay. Um <laughs> And I just like wasn't like now I'm much more interested in like death uh, in Asian stuff. Oh, okay. <laughs> in like my my Asian identity. In 2006, but you were I like, I'm then. from New Jersey. I'm an American. I don't give exactly. a shit about any of this stuff. What are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we might as well. That's uh, fair. I was like that about Judaism. I was like, it's a hmm. philosophy. I don't believe in any yeah. of that. Are we giving up on the Miles' is Italian thing? None of this has contradicted oh, anything or, or, about or, Miles or is, being Italian. Or is Italy in Asia? Can we just make that? I think at some yes. point we may have, we may have staked <laughs> Italians the claim. Italians are Asian. <laughs> I thought we staked the claim that like Miles is part Italian or something. I don't remember. Okay. You can be Asian from Italy. There you go. That's they're, it. They're Asian. I'm... Oh, no. We made comments what? like you're a full-blooded Italian. <laughs> and by we, I mean, oh, I think you said that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did say that. Yeah. All right, forget I said anything. Okay, never mind. Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, Death Note. But I, when I did watch the beginning of the show, I was like, this looks familiar to me. So maybe I watched like, not not in 2006, but maybe like in the past couple of years, I watched like the first 10 minutes and I was just like, nah. Mm. Mm. Uh, what do you guys think of the, the opening song, by the way? Uh, well, Miles, how did you feel about it? The one with all the breaking glass. It's called The I World. I liked it. By nightmare. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I like it too, and it's I, obviously very nostalgic for us. Sorry, uh, go ahead, Miles. You, you were continuing. I as as I've said before, I don't really. I watched it once, and then I skipped it the rest of the time. So impatient. Mm. I know. Probably because your Wi-Fi was kicking you off Netflix over I just, and over. I just missed the maximum, the hormone. Yeah, I think intro that's season two, or maybe that's just later in season one. I don't think Death Note doesn't have multiple seasons, right? I thought it was just no, like one. Oh, thing. is it really just thirty-seven episodes? I thought it was two seasons. Um, no, it's like one long thing. Well, I'm fucking stupid. No, um, you anyway, might, you might be right, but yeah, one anyway, of the openings is Maximum the Hormone. I downloaded a bunch of Maximum the Ho- Maximum the Hormone songs when, Same. when I was into Death Note. Oh, it's like there's part one and part two. I think there's like a break. Mm. Um, but it might not be season. No, it's just a, it's just it came out the next week, but I guess they just break it up into parts technically. Anyway. Um. Yeah, I like the maximum the hormone opening a lot. Yeah, I I love the part when uh they start yelling in English like Kira. My name is Kira. Oh uh, yeah. 
Um, they're weird. I like them. Anyway, um, I like it, but I've noticed this time, and and the, and the same band, Nightmare, does the ending too, which is called Illumina, uh, which has nothing to do with cans. Um, but the way he sings, he has this weird like rounding out of vowels. Like I don't, I don't know how to describe it, but mm. it's just got this like sound to it. Um, but okay. it's good. I feel like that was a that was common in like the eighties. I'm just mm. dying your eyes tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you you know that I'm a huge Cutting Crew fan, don't you? Um, but yeah, it was it was, it was kind of funny, kind of kind of silly, but didn't detract from the rest of the song. It's just one of those things when you go back to a piece of media and you have like a totally different perspective. Um, and my perspective now is nitpicking on people's vowels. <laughs> um, yeah, big stinking smashing hit. Uh, Death Note. What can be said about like I didn't watch the show? Uh, what is a Death Note? Well, it's two words. Um, yeah. I also definitely revisiting this show have different feelings towards like not very different, but different feelings towards light. Yeah. Towards the show. Uh, yeah. What were yeah. you gonna say? Same. Uh, what are your different feelings? I think I was more sympathetic to light. And now watching the first three episodes as an adult <laughs> and not a more angsty teenager, I'm like, okay. <laughs> like I'm, I'm mostly just like, you could have done this thing without trying to, without getting your, without trying to get yourself caught. Cause he's like cocky. Oh, I'm not even Ed- that. I'm just more like you fucking pretentious, cocky edge, yeah. edgelord Sup- idiot. Super- Shut the fuck up. Okay. Stop trying to do anything. And, uh, it's also just like, being more politically aware, I guess I have a different reaction towards it as well. Yeah, which is just sort of like the punitive model of like, like who crime who? prevention doesn't work. To be yeah. like, we'll fucking execute you if we think that you're and bad. Like, who made you the fucking judge and jury of everything? Like, well, that's the thing that I love that it. demon. Well, that's the thing is he's like, why did you choose me? And Yuke's like, oh, I didn't. I just fucking threw it. And you're here. not fucking special, dude. But he's just like. Anyway, back he's to like, being special. He's like, ah, I have all this power. <laughs> yeah. He turns evil. <laughs> um, yeah, and I think overall, I think I, even just towards the second half of the show, I was like, this show is kind of stupid. I think like, I think. I like it. I just want to put that out there just so no yeah. one gets mad at me. No, I still like it. I still like it. I think just like when I was younger, when I first saw it, I thought Light was a more complex character. And now I it's like it feels less complex and he's a little less likable to me but i do like the the mind games between him and um l and yeah. probably if i kept watching it i would still like their like how how everything keeps going um yeah and i feel like that that's the thing is that's what the show is is focused on and it's it's hyper focused on it in a way that i feel like wouldn't fly outside of anime because it's mm-hmm. so over the top to be like well, we're playing tennis, and if I hit the ball here, he's going to think I meant this, and therefore, and it's like, you can't do all that internal monologuing while you're playing tennis, yeah. and this is a level of overthought that no human would do, but it works in an anime, but at the same time, it's like, if you're looking for, like, philosophical bits, I mean, it's been a while since I watched the rest of the show, definitely, mm-hmm. been like, what, fucking 15 years or whatever, um, I don't remember it ever going into too many questions about like well who can play god yeah and uh who deserves to die i again i could be wrong but i feel like it's mostly about imagine 
people who are actually playing fourth dimension chess. Mm. You know? Um, Miles, what do you think of the character Light? Um, I think I agree with you. I like, I just, when I watched it, I was like, there's no way I would use this notebook. <laughs> like, I just didn't relate to him at all. Yeah. It feels more like the kind of thing where, like, if you didn't like uh, a certain world leader, right, and you wrote their name in the notebook, it yeah. feels like the person who would replace them immediately, you'd be like, well, fuck. You'd just be like, well, that that also sucks, you know, and you just, yeah. like, keep writing names <laughs> until it's, like, t- the town mayor of some fucking small town is, like, president, and you're like, well, I don't know if you're bad. Um, yeah. yeah it, it, it's basically Dexter. Like, he's a serial killer. I wrote that in my notebook, yep. It's basically Dexter. Yeah, I don't know where that trope came from the idea of like what if there's a super powerful serial killer and our story follows them Mm -hmm. you know i'm not sure what that is i'm sure it's been there for a long time but definitely this has dexter-ish vibes yeah it's different though because dexter is a a serial killer he knows he's a serial killer and this is an american live action show that was do you remember what network it was on or when it was on I think it was Showtime. Okay, it was a Showtime series. It was part of the like prestige TV post Sopranos. It's about a it's about a serial killer who is still kind of a good guy, and so he he's a cop. He's also a cop. Wow, it ran from late 2006 to 2013. But um, he decides to why did he become a cop? How stupid! But um, no, he's a murderer. I mean, he's a serial killer who only kills other serial killers or other. Like I guess bad people. I think it's serial killers. I don't know. He kills bad people. Is, yeah. He kills bad people um, because like he's like, well, I need to kill people. So to satisfy that urge, I'm going to make, I'm just going to, you know, kill instead of killing like innocent people, I'll, I will kill serial killers. So that's Dexter. This is different because it's like not like a complicated moral choice. He's like, because he doesn't have to kill anybody, this guy. You know, Light doesn't have to kill anybody, but he's like, he's like, oh, perfect. I get well, to the judge same, the, the world. It's the same concept. You, it's like, you know, there are people that in your view uh, would be better off gone from the world. And, you know, a lot of people would agree with you or not miss that. Well, he was basically trying to play God. Like he wants to recreate the world where like the only people living are people that are approved by him. It's this really narrow worldview. And for someone who's like super studious, you would think that someone would explain like the concept sc- of like good and evil. But he's a high school, he's a high school kid. Like who, who is really fucking conceited and confident. It's so. like, I'm not going to sit here and like ask you to like use terms like uh fucking material conditions or whatever. But like someone has to have told you at some point, like, oh yeah, that type of like ultra strict authoritarian, like mm. um, realistic politics, uh, doesn't necessarily work and it turns you into a monster like you'd think he'd have heard of no a system dude. where he, no he's a high school kid his you hear about that in high school he's, he's going no, to cram don't. school i mean he, i also think he's not afraid of being a monster like he seems to embrace no him. he doesn't think he's bad he doesn't he doesn't think he's bad but he wants a claim yeah like, he well he wants to be formidable definitely he wants to be king of the world, <laughs> but he doesn't think that yeah. it's, a, he thinks that he is justified. Well, I think he doesn't care if people perceive him as a monster, but he thinks he's doing the right thing. If I can get between your opinions here. Do you I, know what I mean? I don't know. I think he does care what people think of him though. Maybe. He wants, he wants to have that fan club. He wants people, like people talking about him on the internet. Ooh, Kira. He wants people to, he wants um, the like criminals to fear him and he wants like the regular people to be like, yeah, 
go Kira, kill the robbers and rapists and murderers, go and do it. Yeah, but I think he doesn't mind if people are, are scared of him too. Right, that's what I just said, the, the criminals specifically. Yeah, but then you could argue that you are a monster in a way, right? Yeah, but you're like the boogeyman to bad people, which he's, he's he, Batman to him like that cancels out. Well, I just like that, like so. And and in some ways, it's like, uh, have you guys seen the movie Falling Down with Michael Douglas? No. Yeah, it's been a minute, but I do remember that there's this like he's just like he's 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 a total piece of shit in that movie. And at some point, uh, I think the authorities are onto him, and he's like, wait a minute, I'm the bad guy here. <laughs> and I do like also that Light has a moment where. He's like, and then I'll get rid of all the evil people or all the bad people. And Duke is like, well, you'd still be here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, wow, really just like putting the sign in front of the character's face. Like, I love Ryuk. You're Ryuk, a bad guy. Ryuk is so entertained, but he like, he gets it. He's over here like this fucking like, well, I like, he like stands evil as a nice, ass kid. He's a nice foil to use yeah. a, a fucking high school word to light in that he looks uh, awful and terrifying but he's so much more chill and isn't just killing people constantly. He's yeah. just like bored and just wants to eat fruit. He's neutral. So it's really funny that Light is this evil kid who appears to be uh, an all-American good boy. All Japanese. All, uh, wh- what is that? You said you said all-American, so. Yeah, that's, we're on planet America. What is your problem? <laughs> I don't understand. Okay. Um. I don't know. When I think of good good model like high schoolers, for some reason, the phrase all-American just crept right in there. Hmm. Um, we watched Friday Night Lights, right? Anyway. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Um, it's just like, you know, Batman and Punisher are like comic book heroes that are like, ah, there's too much red tape. There's too much corruption. You know, it's this ideology mm-hmm. of like, well, if there are people who are bad, like someone needs to just be able to cut through all that and stop them. Mm-hmm. Right? But like, in this case, it's like it's it's kind of like the the moment that is so weird to me is uh in episode two or three. Help me out here when L has like the fake L on camera on that worldwide supposed broadcast, and then he makes the guy read a bunch of stuff, and then Light kills him, and he's like his ex- execution was scheduled for today. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's just <laughs> <How> like convenient. <laughs> okay, we're just like it's extremely convenient. Yeah, it's, his name was like Lind Lind L Taylor or Lind whatever. Lind L Taylor. Yeah, but it's really just like we're really just cutting through all the red tape. Like oh, just, we're gonna k- fucking kill him anyway. We're gonna kill him later today. Anyway. Yeah. Just, just well, whatever. I'm imagining how that went. Was okay. When is the next ex- execution? Find me somebody with an L name, and then they're like, uh, we we're having execution on uh, next Tuesday, <laughs> and they're like, okay, great, perfect, let's get him. You yeah, know? <laughs> that's true because it has to be his real name, right? They couldn't just put up a, a, a right. fake placard and he writes that. It has to be his real that. name in order for it to work with the death note. Yeah. Um, it's also that you have to write first and last name. What if I'm Sting? You know? Mm. What if if you write... You have to learn Sting's real name. Yeah, but there are cultures, right, where people don't have a first and last name, you know? Mm-hmm. What if? Maybe in the death note you could write a blank. You just draw a line and, mm. it, and it understands. Um, it's like a computer <laughs> but you know well there's just like a lot of rules and yeah like i got the impression that like the process of writing this was just like make up a rule and that's a new episode that's interesting why do you say that what are the what are the rules that we ran into in these the uh, the, the what made me think that was the very last episode we watched episode three where he's like well i can if you trade half your life with me you can kill people without knowing their names or something like that or you, 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 you learn can, people's you names by people looking with, at them but, 
yeah which which it seems like okay like you you're just adding rules and that's how this show will go from now on to a degree i mean it does uh, eventually like engage with them in interesting ways like you already know about some possible spoilers stuff like if someone else touches the notebook then they get the power and your memory's erased um like like you you learn a lot of the rules up front and eventually light um uses some of them um to outsmart um or sometimes there are limita- there are limitations for him you know like i do like that about the first few episodes that we saw is that he does make mistakes and he does yeah. say stuff that he immediately is like i'm stupid like he doesn't say that but you can see in his face that he's like fuck like and what? someone points out uh, well, I mean, the big one is him killing Linda L. Taylor. He should not have done that. He's so TV impulsive. And being like, uh, and they're like, oh, we only aired this here. So we know you're in Japan. And you're like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Um, it also messes with his like, I thought you only killed bad people, but you're killing like a detective. Yeah, well, at some point they're like, yeah, this guy just got put into uh, put into jail. He just got arrested yesterday or something. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. How fast did this escalate that it's like people didn't even go through their due process. And he's like, dead, <laughs> definitely dead. Who cares? Fuck you. Just running out of names. What if they got the wrong guy? Yes. Well, that's exactly. Yeah, that's a huge reason not to do capital punishment in general. Is like, well, you've heard of wrong, you know, wrongful accusations, right? Right. And he's just going off of like what the news reports. Like sometimes the the news has gotten like like people wrong in some cases where they'll like they'll say like, oh, there was this mass shooting and it was committed by this person and it turns out they got the wrong person. Like they showed the picture of somebody else with like the same name or whatever. Like they, like that's happened before where they, they fucked up. So like, uh, yeah, it's dangerous. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the sh- and the show, like there are some interesting questions there as well, which would be like, what if the news realized that and they got in on it and they started pushing their agenda? Like someone mm. in the, in the news, like the programmer, the news programming director or whatever started putting out yeah. people. I don't or, know. Or like what they could do is just stop, like report the news, but stop showing the picture or something. You yeah. Know? Um, and some newsrooms do have policies around that, I believe, where they won't, like if it's a mass shooter or something, they don't release the name and picture mm. and stuff, which I have mixed feelings on. I generally speaking do like for like those spree killers, I think it's good not to give them their moment of fame so other people can imagine being the next, you know, Klebold and Harris or whatever, you know, take your pick. Uh, but the show is basically, it's like, on its face, it is a high concept show, which is what if someone, high schooler, if you want to be specific, had mm-hmm. a ability to kill people only by knowing their name and face? Mm-hmm. What if you could kill someone without being near them? You just thought about them and they died. Mm-hmm. But then like there's... And you can write down how they... You can be really creative with how they die. Like, but that's you can all do- afterwards. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, yeah, but you you do more with like those rules, like you know, you can you can write that they do a bunch of stuff and then kill themselves. I think, and like that yeah. can still you can still that that would still work. You and know? That's, that's where I get into that thing with Code Geass, where I'm like, how long did you hypnotize your nanny to call you in the shower, um, <laughs> to call right? your lady in the shower? Yeah. But um, and and that is what's fun about it. But yeah, you do have to then from that what if people are going to be like, well how long does it take for you to write someone's name to then have to write the cause of death? And then you're just like, uh, okay, that you have uh, up to 40 seconds or whatever. And then it's like, yeah, I guess you would also have to know the person's real name or what happens if you write nothing? Uh, Then it's a heart attack. And some of this does become kind of cool because yeah, writing the cause of death, it's like as someone who's 
following a mystery sort of cat and mouse show, you know that it's going to be like, well, that's going to be important, right? Being able to set time of death will do Mm -hmm. interesting tricks. Being able to set cause of death is going to do interesting tricks. And hopefully, yeah, it's not just like, Luke told me about a new ability. The cops thought they had me, and now they don't because of the new ability. Hopefully, Mm -hmm. it's more like L figures it out, and then Light uses something else and gets traced more. Um, But it definitely gets tangly. Yeah. Gets complicated. Um, I was looking up soundtrack bits for that file I put together, and I saw character names that I was like, I don't remember Nier. I don't remember Mellow. I don't I don't remember the cinnamon toast. Uh, no, that was something else. Um I remember Misa, obviously. Yeah. Um That's later. Sorry, Melz, you don't know who Misa is, but she's like a Harley Quinn. She dresses like a gothic Lolita. She's cool. Yeah. People like her. She's she's well, like I said, she's like a Harley Quinn. So she's like really into light. I would say she's cute, but Psycho. Yeah. <laughs> I say she's cute and psycho. I think she can either be uh, a regular straight uh, road or a twisted fucking psychopath. But I, I, <laughs> I would say that. <laughs> but I, I still, I find her much more likable than Light. <laughs> yeah. Light, yeah. At, at this point, I guess. Light is, is that annoying intersection of like. I think people didn't like her though because pe- one, pe- people kind of hate women. But, but a I, lot of people I, really <laughs> did like her though. Okay, but I, I think some people just like didn't like her because she was like annoying and like yeah, she's an annoying female character, which means that she is sits only on the edges of the poles of like hated and loved. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, of course, like and I think she's a little dumb, so she kind of she helps light. But she's not that dumb, isn't she? No, but she helps light, and she also sets him back. I think sometimes too. Yeah, but anyway. Um. So yeah, I don't think we have time to really go into the. The blow by blow. We already covered the fact that, yeah, Death God is bored. And I don't understand what their job was because he's like, we don't even write the names in the books anymore ourselves. So what the fuck is the point of a Death God? They just dick around. Is he just saying that like death happens? They just happens. play dice or whatever. It almost sounded like he was saying he's making a commentary on like the world as it is now, as though he was going to be like, there's so much death now, there's no point. But he doesn't do that. No. He's just like, we don't write names anymore. Well, he, sa- he said they do it so that they can lengthen their own lives. Um, so they probably just killed a bunch of people and they're like, we have a backlog of people like we're, we're good for the next, like, you know, 500 years or the next like thousands of years. So, you know, we're not worried about that anymore. So they just, I think they just hang out. They're just like retired. Okay. So, but here's the thing. When when they would write people's names before that would cause them to die. Right. Yeah. So then if they don't write someone's name, they take their life. So does someone, so they die in a totally different way if not for the, the death gods writing them in a notebook? Yeah, you, you, so like remember he says that you have, um, you have a lifespan already. Everybody has a lifespan and you can take it early from them. So yeah, you were like supposed to die of old age at 80, but they're going to take your life when you're 30 and, you know, take those 50 years from you. Okay. Okay. So it's just weird. They're not like death gods to me. They're just like assholes <laughs> who can kill people and take their lives. It's not like they're there because it's not like the Grim Reaper who shows up for anybody that dies. Yeah. And is like, come with me. Yeah. Come with me if you want to die. Um, so it's just it's just sort of a weird function where I'm like, well, what's the deal with their lives? They just seem depressed or something. I, again, I thought it was opportunity to make some kind of comment. Yeah. But uh, not everything has to be like a cultural comment or whatever, but 
it's just the show is like such a global scale and mm. he seems very concerned and it's about so brainy like it wants to be brainy and it wants to it seems like it would want to have these conversations mm. yeah yeah as though it would want to condemn like human behavior overall these days or something um but uh it's more brainy in terms of like the most genius detective who's not batman up against the most genius criminal whose friend is the joker who eats apples and they're both teenagers right yeah it seems to be going that way versus like i kind of thought it would be more like of a discussion of like who has the right to take life which Mm -hmm. it does a little bit but it does seem to be more of like the chess match between these two guys it might it might get more into that later i don't remember if it does if it I mean, they probably do because I mean, like, I I, I wonder if we because we see that a little bit from other people, I think, like from the detectives who kind of mention it and like, oh, well, he's only he's killing criminals. So not so bad. Um, And it's deterring crime. And like there's like interesting side effects. And like you have like I, I think we learn more about like the people who have websites dedicated to Kira and stuff like that. And like the people that are like supportive of it. Um, so I don't know. There there might be like more of a discussion around it, but I don't really remember. Yeah, it feels like it's, it might be there, but it's not as central to the story so much as the idea of like, what if two nerds had a chess match that was about murder? Um, yeah. But again, it's fun as long as you are ready for that. Um, let me look at like an episode summary. Uh, I can give you some one note I have here is Ryuk has a heart earring like Polnareff. Oh, yeah. So that's a... What a cutie. <laughs> I liked his voice. Is he... I mean, I'm sure Chad told us. He He's the wolf in uh, that... Oh, is that who it was? Stormy Night, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, do you remember the wolf? It's, oh, yeah, he did kind of sound like that, actually. Yeah. He did kind of sound like, I'm an evil wolf, I'm going <laughs> to eat you. And then, oh, yeah, that is that guy. Good voice. Not sure what his name is supposed to be, Duke, because it's almost like he's saying Rook or something. Duke. But I don't, I don't know. It's not a Japanese name, really, but whatever. Um, What? Apparently the character is six foot six. He seems way taller. Who? Duke. Oh, yeah. Um, I Yeah, I do love the soundtrack, even though a bunch of it feels like, hey, man, you're listening to a lot of Aphex Twin and Boards of Canada over there, aren't you? But some of the music makes me think of uh, the Yume Nikki soundtrack, uh, which is this weird indie Japanese game I've talked about. Um, Miles, did you notice the guy who like light is like, you know, he's going to the convenience store or whatever. And like some dudes in, mo- in motorcycles come up to a woman to like assault her and, he, and they give his full name. Oh, yeah. He's like, yeah, I was like, good thing he said his whole name. Out loud. His first and last name. Like, <laughs> excuse me, miss. But like before I like grope you and like rip your clothes off and stuff let me just tell you my full ass name yeah and i i love the hitting on someone with their full with your full name even if you're not like a a a gropey uh (laughs) rapester guy gangster guy like don't do that in case they really don't like you or you you fuck up and your game is bad then you just be like my name is will will winner i have to go like don't just give your full name like and you 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 it, and he's a criminal. Like he's a, he's already a criminal. I he's think. a criminal. There's people around. Any of them could like call up the police and be like, "Hey, this guy, uh, so and so, is here, and he's uh, assaulting a woman. Like, this is the guy that you want to go after." You know? Yeah. <laughs> For so many reasons, criminals sh- like typically do not want to give out their full last name. I think he was like a gang member or something, like a yakuza. Was he? No. 
No? Well, I don't think we know that. Just a, Okay. A, he, I mean, there might have been a gang, but not necessarily a, okay. like a, a Yakuza family or whatever. Um, I saw some of the... I couldn't help it, but during the... Episode 2 is when they meet with all of the Interpol. And uh, it reminds me, I don't really know what Interpol is. I think it's like International Police, right? I know it's also like an indie band. Um, but yeah, they're just like... That's true. A 20th century invention of a bunch of countries coming together to be police of the world. It sounds really bad. They're the ones who are always chasing Lupin the Third. Ah, mm-hmm. yes. Do you guys think that they would have caught on to what Light is doing that quickly? Um, no way. No. Because no. I was like, really? Like criminals are dying of heart attacks? I feel like that would just get swept under the rug and like a lot of like police departments don't talk to each other. So it would just be like, it would be like like different departments looking into weird cases, but it wouldn't be enough for it to be like, you know, the same, you know, in the same area, there's been like, you know, five mysterious heart attacks or, you know, like a lot, you know what I mean? Like they, I don't think that they would have caught on so quickly because I don't think there's someone at that level looking at patterns like that, you know, especially if it's of criminals. Um, So I don't think they would have caught on that quickly. I mean, maybe they watch the show. Actual murders go unsolved. Like, yeah. Like no one would look into a heart attack. Yeah. There's just too many. I think it's, I I feel like maybe like a year later, someone would be like, hey, uh, heart attacks used to be the, whatever, eighth killer in the, of, of humans or of like adult men in the world. And now they're like number one or whatever. Like it, like some, some weird, like some statistician or somebody would like, you know, notice like some weird stuff, but like, or like more criminals are dying under custody of heart attacks than ever before what's that all about and people would not look into people would not assume that there's like a serial killer yeah you could assume the prisons are doing something wrong right you know, or something like something that. in the food something in the whatever i don't know yeah it would take years yeah for this kind of pattern to actually occur to someone yeah um during the interpol meeting it shows a lot of like country flags and names and i just had to like write some of them down and mm. And like for Israel, the last name is Benayun, which I looked that up and it seems like it's just a really good soccer player for Israel. Um, for Colombia, the world leader was known, had a last name Escobar. I think that could be a few things. For Thailand, the name was Song Sri, who seems to be a um, Thai film director who died that year. So it looks like there was a lot of uh, interesting references there. Um, I really like the character that is just this mysterious man in a trench coat that carries L's laptop around. Watari. Watari. Yeah. He's just like cool, dark, tall. Uh, it is really funny he's that Alfred. he's just like, but he's just like L's sort of just like whipping boy almost. He, he's Not, Alfred. He's just like, you go around and hold me <laughs> as a laptop. And he's just like. Do you remember? Go ahead. Uh, like Farnsworth Bentley. What is that? That rings bells, like, but what is that? Like, he was like Puff Daddy's like body man who had cold an umbrella over him when he was Aww. outside. Oh, I didn't know about that. No, um, he was like in a couple of like outcast videos too. There you go. Um, yeah, and he, I just like that he's there during the police investigation. And I was like, is does he have a visiting hour? Was he there the whole time? Does he like get up and get coffee next to the cops? And they're mm-hmm. just like, so is that a mask or what? Mm-hmm. What's going on there? He reminds me of Q from I Street Fighter. You're gonna say, is that a Mac? <laughs> <laughs> they're they're asking him questions about his laptop. Um 
I mean, let's be honest. For the level of security that L needs, he's not going to get a Mac. It's ridiculous. It's true. Um, the most. Can I just say though that did you guys notice any music similarities when it came to L's theme that plays, like, or when L and Kira are kind of thinking about each other, and there's that like. Anything? Mm-hmm. Any bells? Any no. any no. any tubular bells? Anything? No. Okay. Well, it's a it's definitely the Exorcist theme. It's definitely Tubular Bells by Mike That's Oldfield. What I was say. Oh, I see. We saw the Exorcist. Yeah, we did. I think I used that theme on the end of an episode because we talked about it. Man, remember when we used to all live near each other and go into New York City? Yeah, we did that like twice. Oh, uh, something I wrote down in that Interpol meeting, the chief of police was there, who's also we later learn is Light's dad. What was he doing <laughs> in this in this world leaders meeting? Well, I think I think it's that like each world, like each country police like has a representative. Okay. I don't think it's that like it's not like the United Nations, like the presidents all meet. I think it's like law enforcement officials. So he he is like the chief of police and the representative for Japan. It's a small country. Okay. You know, I don't know. I don't know how it works. Let's see here. Let's see here. Um, Jer- Jurgen Stock is the current leader, Secretary General for Interpol, and he's a from Germany. He's a police officer and academic. So, oh, in 2004, he became Vice President of the Bundeskriminalamt. Who are we talking about? We're talking about Jurgen Stock, obviously. Okay. Jurgen. I just looked up uh, Jurgen. Mm-hmm. You're you're getting on my nerves. Um, I just looked up oh, some boy. some elected official in Interpol, and they are not. Uh, he's a cop. Whatever. Um. In episode two, we see the uh, gasoline electricity trap that uh, Light comes up with to protect his diary because Ryuk points out, like, hey, you know, if your sister touches your diary or something, you're gonna forget everything, mm-hmm. and she's gonna be able to murder people with my notebook, and she's gonna see me. And he devises this way of hiding it that is like, it makes sense to want to hide it that much more. But it also does seem like, yeah, you're going to set your, your arm on fire. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ryuk points that out to him. And he's like, well, do I want to choose between, you know, being found out and going to jail uh, or having to deal with a little house fire? And it's like, you could have probably just put it in like a safe mm. or something. Because like the false bottom thing feels like if you what if you if you pull the drawer too fast, couldn't the false bottom like tilt over? Um, but I didn't think the trap was too, too complicated. Yeah. I don't know what supplies power to it, however, because he said there's an electrical current going yeah. through it. The only thing that seems too complex about it is, is how precise it has to be for it to work. Mm. Again, if I built something, it would be like, oh, yeah, the pen cartridge got loose and now your your house is on fire. Whoops. <laughs> um, but I, they used their 3D budget there well. I liked mm. seeing all that. I thought it was a smart idea for, for him to hide how to hide the notebook that way. Hmm. Yeah, and he's got a fake diary on top of it, but I don't know. What if you like hit the the false bottom at the wrong angle and it tilts, and you're like, "There's a fucking false bottom here," you know? Mm. Speaking of the 3D budget, like it's interesting how well animated the show is, considering there's there's very little like action. Like it's a man sitting at a desk writing names down for the most part. Yeah, it's oh, like yeah. furiously writing while there's like ominous music playing or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those those shows where you know the manga has to also do that where they just draw like people's faces at weird angles with like sparks and shit behind them 
as they think stuff. And it in some ways could more easily just be a novel um, or light novel or whatever. It'd be a real light novel. Ha ha ha. But yeah, it's a, uh, it's very silly that way. And I, yeah, I do love that grand animation where it's like a fisheye lens of his ballpoint pen touching the paper when he's like, all right, Al, I'm going to fucking kill you. And he just like rips open like his notebook and the pen comes out right on it like he's going to write some shit really good. Um, it's a ridiculous show. I mean, that is also kind of what JoJo's is, you know? Yeah. Like I was thinking about uh, why I like certain movies or shows and... Mm-hmm. often it is just on the surface but sometimes i'm like yeah and they reflect this kind of sentiment whereas with jojo i'm just like it's really weird and i like trying to make sense of the logic but yeah there's like no and there's mind games in jojo sometimes i like sometimes that. yeah it's 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 more like what if you had this kind of power what powers would work against that yeah how could powers team up yeah um but it's also just like yeah there's very little character depth there's very little like um there's a little bit there there's enough for me to care yeah, a little bit, mostly a little bit. Um, it's there, it's there. It's just sort of like mature, it's like similar to Death Note, I guess. It's like you'll get some mature themes, but in a very cartoony way, it gets like super into like, what is the maximum extension of this power? What is the maximum extension of this kind of mind game? Um, but yeah, if you're not in the mood for that kind of thing, if you're, if you're more interested in like, what would happen in reality? Um, you won't get that here. I thought Light was pretty stupid to um, just write them down after school from like reports from the TV because I'm like, if anybody figures out that this is happening, it's going to be very easy to narrow down like a general like, okay, this is happening in Japan and this person is, you know, free to do this at between these hours you know yeah i it didn't even occur to me to be honest no it occurred it, right away i was like oh no <laughs> like they they know that like you're somebody that's like awake during that time so like that you can rule out like you know every the other half of the world basically you can rule out like people in the u.s and stuff right um well that's all assuming that they know that he can kill people within minutes you know what i mean right they're able to somehow figure that out instead of thinking that this is part of some kind of prophecy or that he somehow had prison guards put poison in their food or something right it's a mass conspiracy or something but yeah and that was the kind of thing where it's like okay yeah like let's not do too many more ass pulls this is like what miles was talking about with the rules Mm -hmm. where it's like okay you could kill somebody at any time and then it's like ooh, but people would notice how many people were dying and then it's Mm -hmm. like right but what if you could change the time at which someone dies Mm-hmm. and it's like okay hopefully it's not more of that and I think there is still some of that in there where it's like oh my god they're closing in but he did this like I yeah. think the main rules are all established now and so yeah. it will be tricks of timing tricks of cause of death yeah Um, you know who can other other gimmicks about the rules we know about who can touch the notebook and stuff yeah Um, I know those come into play yeah Um, I think I think at some point he get someone to kill themselves like a week later or something. So there's that. <laughs> yeah. And that brings in to me like all those more deeper questions of like, are you hypnotizing their whole mind, their yeah. whole worldview? So they slowly descend that route in yeah. the week of, or are they just like, I gotta do it. And they just, <laughs> it's like a, a time bomb in their head. Mm. Um, 
Because, yeah, it is like fate being redirected if you're like, oh, a yeah. fridge falls on him. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, then there has to be a fridge. Right. Is it a fridge from upstairs is conveniently tilted that way or does the fridge come out of fucking nowhere? That's what he should have done to test it. Because, you know, he tests like by killing somebody on the on the news or whatever. But he should have like come up with something like wacky to see like how that could happen, you know? Yeah. And that, that Final Destination is a good example of that, of like. If you're fated to die, you're going to die. And then you're like, but what if, you know, I get away from the danger? And it's like, well, then things will curve you back towards it. And then you get these zany, like Rube Goldberg-esque moments where people die from thing hitting thing hitting thing. I wonder how much you can um, control. Like, can you put down like um, so-and-so is killed by so-and-so and now you're controlling another person? You know what I mean? If you if you put in like, you know she kills her husband, right? Like, and so like you cause of death killed, the, the guy is killed, but the, like the cause of death is killed by a specific person. Now you're influencing two people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I wonder Maybe if Maybe it would only that. be an accident. Maybe, you know, you'd trip mm. on your gun and fire it. Into- but what if you specify like intentionally, you know, cause you just yeah. have to be like, you just have to be very specific. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you could, you could invent another serial killer, you know? You could be like, these people are all killed at this time by, uh, you know, Captain Insano. And, you know, you uh, force a guy, you're like, you will kill a lot of people and tell everyone your name is Captain Insano and then you'll mm-hmm. die. And it's like, you know, you could hypnotize somebody to do a lot. Yeah. Um, I mean, you the police would never figure this shit out. We if, should have the notebook. We should Ki- do if it. If Kira was smart, he's like, he, he like makes it so that like L-, L narrows it down pretty quickly and now is working with the Japanese police department, which is also his dad. <laughs> yeah, it, it it is. It's really happening really fast. Um, But uh, I wonder, I kind of wonder like when this came out, did they rush to immediately have out like a merchandise item that was like a, a black notebook? For kids, or do you think there was any hesitation? Like, let's not give kids death notes so they write each other's names and be really mean to each other. Yeah, I think you'd get more than just like a little bit in trouble for that. Yeah, I mean, because obviously, no matter what, someone's going to come up with knockoffs and stuff, but like, there's not really much you can do about that. But Mm -hmm. if you made this show and then you were like, and we're releasing death notes right off the bat. I mean, I have a, I have a death note. Yeah, but you don't know if it's like official, right? Or if it's like a flea markety thing. I don't know. It's in Chinese. <laughs> so it's in Chinese? So yeah, the probably rule, not. I think the rules are written in Chinese. Have you tried killing anyone with it? No, I'm too afraid. Oh, okay. No, I actually have no idea where it is. You know what you could do? It might still be in my parents' house. Oh my God. You have to hide it. But I bought it at an anime convention a long time, I mean, probably in 2006. <laughs> That's where all of the good stuff was bought. Yeah. Anime cons in the mid-aughts. Um... Yeah, I'm thinking, is there any more thoughts? Miles, what do you got? At first, I, after the first episode, I was like, is this a metaphor for art and how <laughs> far you have to go for your art? Because, like, it was all about writing mm. and, like, the like the wrestling whether to go ahead and do that. But it wasn't at all. That would be interesting <laughs> if it was all... It was all just, just really about writing. <laughs> learning to do first drafts. <laughs> yeah. Sit down, knuckle but down, and just get it on paper. Because he just embraced it so quickly. <laughs> yeah, he really he gets to work. He didn't super wrestle with it that much. Like the first two names, he was like, oh my God. And then he was just like, all right, I'm just going to write 80 names in here. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's an extremely fast accelerant, acceleration. And you're just like, you have 37 episodes? But 
Yeah, it does yeah. some. It goes some really interesting, weird places, and it's again the kind of thing. So we if have to it turn was a metaphor off. for making art, it would just be like it's easy if you just start, which maybe is a thing that the yeah, say. it's like uh, <laughs> super prolific people like uh, Woody Allen or King Gizzard or uh, Stephen King. Was Stephen King like an every year book kind of guy? Probably not. He David made, Bowie he wrote a lot of books. He's got a lot. Though. Just put out a lot of stuff. But mm-hmm. Bowie in the seventies, he didn't really miss. The entire decade. He's not a writer. He wrote music. Okay. You think he was just a performer, just a hired But he sang as well. He did yeah. a lot of things. But he was he created. Uh okay, fine. So Rihanna <laughs> Rihanna makes an al- makes she an album every year. Music. She puts out an album every year though. She doesn't do her own music. She doesn't though. She hasn't put out an album in a long, okay, long time. Okay, for a while she was putting out an album every year. She didn't she didn't write it. Okay, she didn't write them, but That's what, but this is about writing. So it has to be some kind of creative thing that you sit down and you write. I think it's creative to interpret songs that are written for you still. I think that, Rihanna's creative. Come on, that doesn't count as sitting down and being like, here's the lyrics, here's the music, here's what it means. I, like Ella Fitzgerald did not write her own songs. Look at that, she's not prolific. You know? What does that mean? In that same way. What does that word mean? Like, uh, made a lot of stuff. Like, you're, like you, you put out... I think she put out a lot okay, of stuff. I, I mean, I guess, okay, as a performer, she is. But that's different from being like a writer, someone who made stuff. Mm. I, I, I don't I think, think, I don't think performing counts. Stuff. It doesn't count to me. You can't be like, oh, I'm a it songwriter if you just sing. It doesn't count as what? It doesn't count as writing. It doesn't count as, as creating. I mean, you're, you're creating I in a sense. Creative. You're singing. Sure. It sure is. But that's like if you said like... Uh, is, an uh, actor in a in a movie like Leonardo DiCaprio, like he made, you know, he made so many movies. He created so many movies. No, like, well, you're a that's you're a chess I, th- piece. I think it's different. Look, so so somebody uh, so a painter, they are creating a work of art, right? Mm-hmm. A singer is singing, and that gets recorded, and that is that's art that's listened to. I guess, know? but if like someone just comes to you and is like, "Here's this melody and these lyrics," that we came up with do you want to sing it i'm not saying the job is easy but i'm just saying it doesn't quite count to me the same way as where you're like i have a million ideas for different works or whatever like, it makes it you make it sound like it's not as good i'm just saying it doesn't require the same imagination you know what i mean i'm sure rihanna's uh credited as writer or co-writer for a well, lot of her songs though hey, i'm credited for half of the billboard charts okay so <laughs> You tell me if you think I'm a good songwriter. I'm not. You're not. You're a liar. You're not credited. Listeners, write in if you think uh, Leonardo DiCaprio does nothing. That's not. <laughs> at, at, at no point did I stake that claim. You could just put anyone in that. All job. right, then. Then on the, and in that case, a paintbrush is an artist. How's that sound? Does that work? A paintbrush is an artist. That's okay. Right. Next week we're gonna have. Are you saying Leonardo DiCaprio is nothing but a paintbrush to a writer? Nah, he's uh. Well, that was the joke I'm making. Uh, and writers don't use paintbrushes, Miles. <laughs> but uh, no, look, they're all part of the creative process. But when I think of like someone who made a bunch of stuff, I don't think like, oh, yeah, the idea and the words were already done by someone else who had a grand vision. You executed them and you absolutely made irreplaceable creative contributions to it. But it's not your work in the same sense. It sounds like you think fiction is harder than nonfiction. No, no. To, to write a book, you still have to. 
I don't know. I guess so. I mean, I guess that I I think it's like it's more interesting to see someone who just has a bunch of ideas out of nowhere. But there is something to there's ideas when it comes to like writing nonfiction or making a documentary about a subject in a way that no one has before. You still have to organize like a a structure. This is so off topic. (laughs) I don't remember how we got here. Uh, We're talking about uh, how writing in a death note is a metaphor for writing. uh, I don't know. Just writing. That's what I thought it would be. Yeah, Maybe. Because I thought it was like a pen is mightier than the sword kind of thing. Yeah. In this case, it really is. (laughs) You could write like, you will die because you try to fall on your sword, but the sword breaks because swords suck. And then you are crushed by an (laughs) elephant or something. That's um, what he should have done. He should have come up with wacky stuff like that. And then like, how is the elephant going to show up in the middle of Tokyo? Yeah. And somehow the Benny Hill theme is blaring out of speakers on the streets. <laughs> like, how did that happen? It's such a zany way to die. And then all the bi- billboards say, I am Kira. <laughs> right. You know? I mean, yeah, like, that, how did that all happen? And that whole thing where L is like on a broadcast, I was like, well, you know you're just making the public panic, right? Like, everything they do is just like, mm. we don't give a shit who knows about this. And I know that it's like well, the idea is they have no, to catch him. But people already knew about, for some somehow, people, <laughs> like, this was no secret. People already had fan sites to Kira. Yeah, but fan sites, you can find fan sites for anything now. Most people don't pay attention to them. That's true. You and you might I mean? think that it's just like a, some weirdo cult that, conspiracy theorist thing like it's not real but then when you have it on tv like that you're legitimizing it and you're saying that it's real yeah and then he proves it you're up the ante and you're also if you're just blaring it in public you're definitely making more people aware than like here are yeah. some websites on geocities yeah that you have to go to um and i have some websites you can go to listener like patreon.com slash jjbpod and anchor.fm slash jjbpod we're also on twitter our handle is can you guess it <laughs> jjbpod uh, and if you have any emails you'd like to send about how stupid we are and that anybody who performs art uh, wrote it, you can write to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. Next week, we are watching another Patronus pick, another Patreon choice. We've decided we are going to be watching Terror in Resonance, episodes one through three. It's on Hulu. In Japanese, it's called Zankyo no Terror. So we will talk to you all then. Guys, any last thoughts? I like the any last regrets. I like the uh the epic sounding music in Death Note. It's oh, I think yeah. it's the best. Choral music like that, like church big voices. It's like, yeah. That gets me. I love it. All right. Should I wind down? Should we get out of here? Yeah. All right. Let's write this episode's name in the Death Note and picture this episode's face. Have a good week, everyone. Bye. Bye. Hey, hey, I need you sucker. Hey, hey, I need you sucker. I need you sucker.